Hi there and welcome to episode 109 of The Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of The Writing Guy, helping professionals to find their voice, write human and change the world with their words. Today is a very special day, the 23rd of April. Um, always takes pride of place in my calendar because it is the date on which the great William Shakespeare was both born and died. Uh, Obviously not on the same day. Uh, He was born on the 23rd of April 1564. I think I'm right in saying and 52 years later he died on the 23rd of April 1616. And um, you know what can you say about the great man in in sub 10 minutes? Uh, not a lot really, but um, there are a couple of things I'd like to I'd like to mention. Um, first of all, what what an immensely creative. I mean, he he was the man was a was a creative machine. You know, to die at the tender age of 52 and to to produce the output that he produced. The plays, obviously, and the sonnets as well, um, is incredible in itself. Not only that, was, I mean, another aspect of his sort of creativity was that he's credited with introducing over 1,700 new words to the English language. Um, and I'm just going to share a handful of those with you. Alligator, actually, funny enough, is, is a word that he's, uh, he's credited with using for the first time in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, critic, one who judges merit or expresses a reasoned opinion from love's labours lost. Uh, jaded, from Henry VI, part two, uh, as in worn out or bored or past feeling. Uh, kissing. Uh, that's a bit of a surprise that, you know, it wasn't already in the English language. Uh, from Love's Labour's Lost. Um, very appropriate word, obviously, for that for that play. Um, nervy, as in sinewy or strong. Bold, easily agitated. Uh, from the nervy play Coriolanus. Obscene, uh, also uh, appears for the first time in Love's Labour's Lost. A rant, or to rant, uh, defined on this website, which is very good by the way, shakespeare.org.uk, to speak at length in inflated or extravagant language. Uh, Hamlet, uh, not surprising, pretty relevant word for, for that play, given that Ophelia goes mad and kills herself. And obviously Hamlet exhibits kind of elements of of mad or unhinged or insane behaviour himself. Uh, Skim milk is an interesting one. Uh, Milk with its cream removed. Uh, You you might have thought that that was a kind of um, uh, a green environmental 20th century invention, but not. It appears in Henry IV Part 1. And then zany is an interesting one, not as an adjective, as in a zany idea, but a zany... Uh, from Love's Labour's Lost is a clown's assistant or a performer who mimics another's antics. And then some phrases, obviously all those are single words, some phrases that uh, have come into being thanks to to, um, the bard. I'm just moving over to the other side of my office because I've got a poster of them. 
uh, put together by the great and erudite journalist Bernard Levin. Uh, it's Greek to me when you don't understand something. To be more sinned against than sinning. More in sorrow than in anger. Uh, if your wish is farther to the thought, as in the idea of generating a, a thought, vanish into thin air, what a great phrase, to budge an inch, green-eyed jealousy, I think that's from Antony and Cleopatra, uh, playing fast and loose with you know, the rules of something or morals, tongue-tied, can't speak properly is tongue-tied, a tower of strength, um, to not have slept one wink, to stand on ceremony, I love this phrase, dance attendance on your lord and master, uh, what, a, what a beautiful sort of lyrical kind of phrase that is, to laugh yourself into stitches, uh, brilliant stuff. Um, and, and obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, I could go on, but I'm not going to because we'd be here all day and we might have fun doing it, but um, uh, the, the, we, we don't have time for that. Um, the other thing I'd like to say is um, uh, for, you know, immense kind of, if you're interested in anything to do with the Bard, with William Shakespeare, uh, then David and Ben Crystal, Professor David Crystal, I've mentioned him before, um, the doyen of the English language, an incredible, a, a world authority, both on the English language and on Shakespeare. I've, I've, I had the privilege to uh, sit opposite him over dinner. I mentioned this a while ago at the National Liberal Club a couple of years ago. And basically what he doesn't know about the English language is, is not worth knowing. An incredible man. He's published over a hundred books. Um, and and to use Shakespeare's phrase, a tower of strength in the English language, and um, uh, an incredible man. And his son, um, Ben Crystal, is a very accomplished actor, author, producer, um, also an authority now on William Shakespeare. Uh, they have a wonderful website called shakespeareswords.com, uh, with glossaries and thesaurus and all the works, literally the whole works, the plays, the poems, synopses, character analysis. I mean, it really is an amazing resource, so I, I would highly recommend that. And basically anything that, that David Crystal has written, yeah, which is a lot, you could spend the rest of your life reading all his books, uh, wouldn't be a bad way to pass your time. Um, uh, so yeah, David and or Ben, if you're listening, you know, thank you on this auspicious day, the 23rd of April. Thank you to obviously the Bard for enriching our language beyond imagining. Um, but also thank you to, to you, David, and you, Ben, for enriching our understanding of this amazing man. So I'd like to end on that note. Uh, really immense gratitude from the bottom of my heart. Um, to all three of you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow for episode 110. Thanks a lot. Bye now.